The Dirt Lay Model game of musical chairs continues. We've got news about Max Blair's future. We'll also talk Flow Series at 411, the Chili Bowl broadcast, and more. Let's go. It's Wednesday, October 12th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Later on last night, I posted a new Dirt Tracker Conversations episode, and I wanted to point it out to you today right off the bat because I think it's an important episode. Talked quite a bit lately on the show about the High Limit Sprint Car Series and what it means for full-time World of Outlaws drivers. And after my comments, Brad Sweet reached out to me and wanted to talk about the series on my show. I have mixed feelings about what this series could mean for the future of sprint car racing, especially with how High Limit and World Racing Group get along or don't get along. Uh, and with Brad jumping on, I really wanted to ask him some very specific questions. And to his credit, he was all for it. We talked for about 45 minutes about all things high limit. He answered every question I had written down ahead of time. And that included how the series came to be, what their schedule will potentially look like next season, how it's been working with World Racing Group and the Outlaws on the future of the Platinum Agreement and the restrictions. I also asked specifically about World of Outlaws drivers dominating this series, and I expressed my concerns over sprint car racing becoming late model racing and the free, uh, the possible free-for-all that could become uh, uh, all of this. Uh, if you are uh, at all interested in open-wheel racing in this country, I would highly recommend checking it out. After you've watched or listened, I'd love to hear what you think about the conversation and your thoughts on High Limit, and if your thoughts about High Limit have changed. Uh, you can find that episode on the YouTube channel and in the podcast feed today. Also, a quick update on what we talked about to open yesterday's daily on the two World of Outlaws nights at Knoxville, replacing the sprint cars at Bristol. My uh, connecting of the dots is apparently correct. I heard through the grapevine yesterday that Bristol is indeed out for the Outlaws in 2023. This is probably not the first schedule difference we will see next season. And again, like I said yesterday, the picture should continue becoming clearer over the next several weeks. Uh, But like, like I said, this is a big change coming to the schedule next year, and I don't think we're done just yet. At 411 Motor Speedway last night for the Flow Racing Night in America series, it was O-Show domination. Jimmy Owens started on the outside front row, took the lead down the backstretch on lap one, and that was just about the last time anyone out front saw him. At the end of the caution-free 50 lapper, Owens was nearly three and a half seconds clear of second place Chris Madden. Mike Marler, Corey Hedgecock, and Bobby Pierce completed the top five. I heard Dustin Jarrett say this on the broadcast, but Owens has now won his last eight appearances at 411. That's a crazy run of success at just one racetrack. At the end, only 10 cars were on the lead lap, and of those cars that went a lap down, one was Kyle Larson and another was Hudson O'Neill. If that tells you anything about how good Owens was. Uh, We've been keeping an eye on this points chase for the Flow Racing Night in America Late Model Series as well, and Pierce did make up a little bit of ground on Shepard last night, a couple of points, uh, but definitely not enough. Headed to the final two nights at Sonoya in November, the gap is still 100 points. Uh, B-Shep should have this one in the bag, and that means $75,000 with the perfect attendance. Uh, That Sonoya race is coming up here a couple weeks uh, in November, two nights there at Sonoya, Friday, Saturday, uh, 20,000 win, 50,000 win. And around the Flow broadcast last night, it came out that after recently announcing his split from Viper Motorsports, Max Blair will join up with Boom Briggs for 2023. And I know a few of you had been kind of in my comments and in my mentions about uh, this possibility being out there. So kudos to you guys for calling that one. Boom's team expanded to two cars for 2022 with the addition of Josh Richards after Richards parted ways with what now seems to be the defunct Clint Boyer racing operation. 
Both Boom and Richards plan to run the full Outlaw schedule, and while we have seen Boom all season, the same hasn't been true for Richards. The former Outlaw champion missed races because of a broken nose he suffered at Eldora thanks to a rogue dirt clod. He missed the USA Nationals because of COVID, and then Richards and his wife Andrea lost their camper during Speed Weeks to a fire. Just an absolutely brutal year for Josh. As of today, Richards has just four top fives and 13 top tens in 34 appearances this season with the Outlaws. So now Blair will take over that second Briggs-owned car. And Boom told Dirt on Dirt's Kevin Kovac that Max will bring crew help, some funding, and he's much closer to their shop so he can help out on the cars more often. I didn't hear or read what the plans are for this team for next season. I'm not sure that was mentioned anywhere. Uh, if they continue uh, full-time uh, with the World of Outlaws or not, or if Blair will go back to running a schedule much more centered around Pennsylvania. Uh, if you might remember, he did win the ULMS Championship uh, in 2021. And I think those are probably the two most likely options is that this team either continues as a full-time Outlaw team or that they scale back a little bit. I don't see this team with where they're based uh, becoming a Lucas team here. Um, uh, as for Richards, Kovac was not able to get a response from him on the move, uh, and they haven't posted anything publicly. Uh, right now, the one big open ride for 2023 is the Roger Sellers-owned Double Down car that is currently being driven by Hudson O'Neill. A lot of rumors about where that team could go for next season, different drivers, teaming up with other teams. Uh, we'll just kind of have to wait and see. And I'm not really sure where this leaves Richards. Like I said, not a ton of good fortune this season for him. He hasn't won on the national stage since 2021, and I'll be curious to see what the market actually is for him. Uh, the Dirt Lake Model Silly Season just continues here, and uh, clearly we're not done just yet. Uh, when we talked about the Flow Racing and Mav TV deal way back in June, uh, I very briefly mentioned the Chili Bowl being affected. Obviously, the Chili Bowl kind of half being on Flow and half being on Mav, but I wanted to double back to this one today. And I want to do so because late last night on the Chili Bowl social media accounts, we got the reminder about how the broadcast will work come January. In the past, we've watched all week long on Flow Racing up until the D-Mains on Saturday night. And then from the C-Mains on, racing shifted over to Mav TV for the rest of the program. Uh, so you either have to have Mav TV on your cable package or you had to have a subscription to Mav TV Plus to be able to watch. But now with Flow and Mav working together and all of that Mav content moving over to Flow, we will get to watch the entire Chili Bowl live on Flow Racing. So no switch over on Saturday night after the D mains. And I don't know about the broadcast crew and how all of that will work. Uh, you know, in the past, obviously, you had one crew kind of handling all week long on Flow and then you had a different group for Mav. And I don't know if that will continue. Uh, because I'm assuming here that the Chili Bowl will continue to being shown on the Mav TV cable channel. So I don't know if Flow Racing will stick with their own crew for the rest of that. I'm not sure yet. That's something we'll have to kind of wait and see. But at least we can stay on one service, which is a nice improvement for this event. Uh, there are plenty of other dirt racing podcasts to check out this week. Wing Nation has Ryan Hand and Tyler Courtney. Loud Pedal Talk, the All-Stars finale. Passing Points has Sheldon Barksdale. Dirt Tracks and Ribrax has Todd Hobson, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters and The Dirt Nerds. You can find that full list of shows and episodes over at dirttracker.com slash podcasts. Uh, and there are two shows on today's streaming schedule. Speedsport TV has IMCA Racing from Batesville, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. See the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch. Visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. Please hit that like button and subscribe to the show if you don't do so already. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.